The following is a presentation of Southern Union State Community College Athletics. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by Southern Union Bison Athletics. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Southern Union Bison Athletics, brought to you by Southern Union State Community College, The Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, The Randolph Leader, The Car Clinic, and The Chuck House. Stay tuned, our broadcast is coming up. Ready for your first step? Here it is. Ready to compete? You will. Ready to take your talent to the next level? You can. If you're ready to go big, then go Bison. Our facilities are among the best in the nation. Our teams, some of the most competitive. But what makes this place really special is opportunity. Start your journey. Take your shot. This is Southern Union Athletics. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe. Good afternoon and welcome to the maiden voyage of the iSchool Sports Network Roadshow. Tim Althorpe, Adam Slay, Lon Hurst, live from Lawson State in Birmingham, Alabama. Normally, for those of you who are fans of iSchool Sports and Southern Union Athletics, normally we always just do the home games. But we've ventured out on the road. We're in Birmingham and we're here for the second half of this doubleheader. A good start to the doubleheader between Southern Union and Lawson State yesterday. As the Bison swept a pair of games, got two complete game performances from their starting pitching and really kind of shut down this Lawson State offense, hoping to get a repeat performance from the Bison today as they take on the Cougars right here in Birmingham. And we'll, uh, we'll take a break and come back with the starting lineups right after this. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Back at, I've just about said back at Southern Union. I'm so used to saying it. Back at Lawson State, we're on the road here with the Southern Union Bison playing Lawson State Cougars. 
First game of a doubleheader about to get started, and here's your starting lineup for the visiting Southern Union Bison. Leading off, playing center field, Miles Cook. Batting second, playing shortstop, Riley Borgert. Batting third, playing third base, Thomas Collins. Batting cleanup, playing first, Casey Clark. Batting uh, fifth, playing the DH, Jake Spivey. Batting sixth and catching, Austin Brewer. Batting seventh and then playing right field is Brody Sire. Batting eighth, playing second base, Clayton Phillips. Batting ninth, the left fielder, Will Kelly. And on the mound, Andrew Cronin for the Bison. They'll be facing right-hander James Flynn for Lawson State. Get you some numbers on James Flynn making his 13th appearance of the season. He's got a 3-0 record, a 3.99 ERA coming into this afternoon's game. Leads the team in innings pitch, 38.1 innings pitch. 37 hits allowed, 17 earned runs, 17 strikeouts in those previous appearances. And as I said, the Bison won the first two games of this series yesterday in Wadley. Six to nothing and seven to two were the scores in those games. And the good news out of that was that the Bison didn't use any relief pitchers in those games. Two complete games by Logan Ross and Cameron Land. And so a deep and fresh pitching staff available to Southern Union head coach Aaron Everett this afternoon. And we're just about ready to get underway. Glad you are joining us, watching, listening from wherever you are here on the iSchool Sports Network. Miles Cook to lead things off for Southern Union against James Flynn. And Flynn is into the wind. And he delivers a fast strike right through there. And we're underway here from Birmingham. 0-1 to Cook. Tim, shout out to Riley Bogert's mama. Uh, the big big shout out for uh, her accolades for high school sports and passing the word along to all of her friends. One of our biggest fans. Thankful to her and everybody else that's spread the word about what we're doing. Cook took another took another strike, so it's 0-2. Cook, the leadoff hitter extraordinaire, 452. The batting average, a home run, seven RBIs. And just what you imagine when you imagine a prototypical leadoff hitter. He takes a breaking ball just off the plate, outside. Yeah, and he had a he had a bunt single yesterday. And uh, anytime you bunt for a hit, <laughs> that gives you an extra, helps your batting average. And makes the defense have something else to worry about. One-two pitch on the way from Flynn, bounces up there. Blocked up by LaRoche behind the plate. Set the defense for you for Lawson State. It's Tommy Easley in left, Carter Reed in center, Brant Brown in right, Daniel Patton at third, Nolan Forehand at short, Bryce Newman at second, Christian Presley at first, and we just mentioned LaRoche behind the plate. Swung on and hit on a line into left field and down for a leadoff base hit for Miles Cook. So his good work continues. And Tim, you're talking about being uh, on the road and road show and road crew. Uh, this is something that uh, we're working with Southern Union to uh, be able to do, hopefully uh, carry uh, maybe some postseason action uh, for uh, all of the sports that uh, make, it, make it into the postseason as well. And today is our maiden voyage. Some good things in the works here on iSchool Sports Network with Cook with leadoff single. and. Riley Borgert at the plate, takes a called strike, it's 0-1. 
And thank you to Lawson State for allowing us to come and do it here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they've been very gracious and given us everything we've needed to, to set up shop here. Throw over to first. Cook slides back safely. And we're out in the elements, uh, uh, a.k.a. football stuff. <laughs> Had to break out the tables. <laughs> Borgert hitting 358, no homers, nine RBIs. Had a good game in game number one yesterday. Swung on and fouled out of play right side. And it'll be 0-2 on Borgert. Where's my truck? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're yeah, safe on you're that one. It's going to take quite a foul ball It'll to get take back about there. about a home run backwards to get back there. 0-2 on Borger. That count worked out well for Cook as he was able to work a single after he fell behind 0-2. Cook running, pitches a call, strike three, throw down to second is high, and Cook slides in safely with a stolen base. So Borger strikes out looking, but on the pitch, Cook moves into scoring position. Thomas Collins, who had a, a day he won't forget for a long time yesterday. Collins comes in now, season numbers, 389 the average, a homer, 15 RBIs. That home run came yesterday in game number two. And he swings and hits one on the line into left center field. It's diving, and it is not caught. The center fielder made a diving attempt, and Reed could not quite squeeze it as he hit the deck. And it's going to be a base hit for Thomas Collins, who continues to swing a hot bat. Cook had to hold it second to see if that ball would drop. So he is at third now with one out. Runners on the corners now for the Bison. And one other disclaimer, while uh, the catcher and the uh, pitcher have a conversation, uh, our numbers, our scoreboard numbers, our scores against the uh, white background of the sky, the cloudy skies, uh, we apologize for that. But... Uh, Nothing we can do at changing them at this point. An RBI opportunity for Casey Clark as he steps to the plate. Left-handed hitter hitting 289, two home runs. Leads the team with 20 RBIs. And the first pitch to him is low for ball one. And we'll keep an eye on Collins down at first. First and third, one out. This is a... A lot of options on the table for Coach Aaron Everett offensively here. We'll see how he plays it. Runner fakes as if he were going, does not. Clark takes a called strike on the outside corner, and it's one and one. As well as Casey swinging the bat, I wouldn't be surprised if he just lets him hit the ball, doesn't try to do anything fancy. Yeah, he had a good day yesterday, and Needed it. Pitches up and away. They fake the throw back to first. 400 to dead away center. 375 in the alleys. 330 down the lines at the foul poles. Wind kind of blowing out the left center. Left, left center. As you can hear it in our microphones. Two and one to count to Clark. Swings and hits it back off the glove of the pitcher. They're going to step on the base, throw across to first for an inning-ending double play. And Clark grounds into the twin killing. And that ends the threat in the top of the first for the Bison. They get a couple of hits and leave one stranded. We go to the bottom half of inning number one. No score between Southern Union and Lawson State.
Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Well, the Bison get them to first and third in the top of the first, but the double play ends the threat. We go to bottom half of inning number one between Southern Union and Lawson State. No score. And here's the lineup for the Cougars. It'll be third baseman Daniel Patton to lead things off. Christian Presley, the first baseman, batting second. Catcher Kyle LaRoche batting third. Left fielder Tommy Easley batting cleanup. Designated hitter Tyson Tubbs batting fifth. The right fielder Brant Brown batting sixth. The second baseman Bryce Newman batting seventh. The shortstop Nolan Forehand batting eighth. And the center fielder Carter Reed batting in the number nine spot against Southern Union pitcher Andrew Cronin. Cronin's sort of been back and forth between the bullpen and a starting role. He's back out there as a starter today. And he'll show you multiple arm angles. His 11th appearance. Three wins, three losses, a 399 ERA. His fourth start in those 11 appearances. And as Lon said, he shows multiple arm angles. Fastball, slider, changeup is the repertoire. And he'll throw any one of those three pitches from the overhand or the sidearm slot. And he uses that to his advantage. No real rhyme or reason to when he does it. And it's just another method that he has to keep hitters off stride and it's been very effective at times. And we'll see how he does against leadoff hitter Daniel Patton. Patton, left-handed hitter against the right-handed Cronin. Pitch called strike on the inside corner. Patton hitting 268. A homer for 14 RBIs. That's Those are the season stats coming into the series. That does not include the numbers from yesterday as those were not updated but as of game time. Patton takes the ball. It's one and one. Cronin working exclusively from the stretch. No windup for him. That was the changeup. It stayed low. It's two and one. Two balls, one strike to Daniel Patton. No score. Bottom of the first inning, game number one of two games here this afternoon. Tim, I know I can recall two base hits right back up the middle for Patton yesterday. He may, may have had more, but I recall two right back through the. Swung on and fouled back to the screen. Patton actually one for three in the second game. That was his only hit was yesterday. It? Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking somebody else then. But I, I'm, I'm sure it was up the middle because just about every hit they had was up <laughs> the middle yesterday. And an interesting note on that is he's run the count 2-2, I'll tell you, after this pitch. Breaking ball stay way wide, and he's run it full. In the two games yesterday, Lawson State had 13 total hits. All of them were singles. So that's a 
sort of backs up what Lon was saying about hits on the ground back up the middle. 3-2 pitch, swung on and hit slowly over the mound. And Phillips makes the play on the run, throws on the first in time for out number one in the first. That ball hit a high chop over the right side of the mound, and Phillips came charging in, fielded it on a short hop, threw on the run, and got his man. One out in the first, and it'll be Christian Presley. The first baseman to face Cronin here. Swung on and hit slowly to third. Collins has it, throws across. The throw is high, but Clark held the bag, and they get him by a step. Good play by Clark at first. As the high throw pulled him towards the dugout, but he was able to keep his toe on the bag as he caught that throw. And quickly two outs here in the first. And the catcher, Kyle LaRoche, is the batter. There's that sidearm delivery. LaRoche was all over it, hits it in there to the center. Cook goes back and drops it. He was a little too nonchalant on that one, I think, and was not able to make the play. Cook came in for a couple of steps on that one, the low line drive. He didn't get a good read on it initially, but as it was up in the air, he went back and seemed to have it, put the glove up and it just popped right out of his mitt. So an error on Miles Cook in center field and LaRoche is at second with two outs. Don't see that very often from him. And yeah, take a picture because it won't, it won't last. <laughs> that's, a, that's an unusual error for Miles Cook in center field. So Tommy easily at the plate. He takes low and away for ball one. Easily comes in as the leading hitter for the Cougars. 400 the batting average. No homers, 24 RBIs. Leads the team with runs batted in. And a chance to add to that total here as he hits a liner over second base and into center. They're going to wave the runner around third, and that will be an RBI base hit for Easley. And the error is costly as Southern Union trails at one to nothing. And just worth noting here that error by Cook in center field, the first error of the series. Southern Union, part of the reason they were so effective yesterday and able to limit Lawson State offensively to two runs in that whole doubleheader was because they did not commit an error yesterday as there's a grounder to second. Phillips fields it on the backhand, steps on the bag to get the force at second, and that will end the inning. But the error in center sets up a run, and we will go to the top half of inning number two, Southern Union trailing at one to nothing. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. 
Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Lawson State strikes first. They lead it one to nothing as we go to the top of the second inning. An unearned run off of Andrew Cronin in the second. Bison should have been out of the inning, but Miles Cook dropped a fly ball and easily made him pay with an RBI single. And it'll be the Five, six, seven spots in the order for Southern Union due up here in the second. Jake Spivey, Austin Brewer, and Brody Sire. Man, what a beautiful day. <laughs> I mean, when when you look up a day for baseball, this is the picture they have in the dictionary. I mean, it's... Minus the pollen. <laughs> no, the pollen's part of it. That's, that tells you it's springtime, man. you got to have a positive view of the pollen. <laughs> At least we can breathe, right? Yeah. I tell you, way this first first inning went, this feels like yesterday. Quick games. Spivey will lead it off. Here in the second, swings and hits it a ton, but way foul. <laughs> that ball was crushed. I'd love to see see him get back going. Yeah, the the average starting to dip into territory you don't want to see. Two fifteen for Spivey. He does have two home runs and eighteen R. Yeah, 14 RBIs, excuse me. But, yeah, it's been a tough sledding of it lately for Jake Spivey as he takes low and in to even the count at one and one. He did have one hit yesterday and drove in a couple of runs. That was in the first game. The 1-1 pitch, breaking ball, stays up, and it's two and one. We should have brought a big beach umbrella to put over this to keep the so we could see our all our computer screens. Swung on and hit hard to short on a couple of hops, but forehand has it. Low throw, and they get him as Presley scoops it out of the dirt. Good defensive play by Presley at first, and Spivey is retired for out number one in the second. That resulted in an out, but a hard hit ball. Um, which is a good sign, the foul ball and then that ball. Maybe his timing's getting back. Austin Brewer, the catcher at the plate. He swings at the first pitch and hits it in the air to foul territory. Brown gave it a look but couldn't get over there. That was an odd-looking hit. Well, he, <laughs> Yeah, he kind of picked it off his shoe tops. <laughs> And hit it the other way. It's a pitch that was low and in. He was uh, slicing it around the trees. <laughs> oh, and one to count to Brewer. 328, three home runs, 13 RBIs for Brewer. Pitch bounces away to even the count at one and one. Catcher has been a good spot for Southern Union, both defensively and offensively. Austin Brewer. And Griffin Usher, the, the two-man tandem that 
handles the catching duties in these double headers. They've both done good work at the plate all season long. 1-1 pitch to Brewer, fouled off the catcher. And it'll be one and two. And Brewer with those three home runs tied for the team lead. So he's got some pop. A one-two pitch from Flynn. Swung on and hit on the ground to the right side. Second baseman gets a glove on it. Now chases it down, makes a throw, but can't make the play. The catcher backs it up, so Brewer not able to advance. Newman did everything he could to try to make that play. It was not an easy play. And we're going to have to vote on it, fellas. Was that an error? Don's shaking his head, nodding his head, saying, yeah, that was a – that looked like another one he hit off the ground again. Yeah, he's inside out in that, that ball. That inside pitch, he went the other way with it again. And Brewer reaches on the air. That'll bring up Brody Sire. With one out, he hits it hard to second. That had a wicked hop on it. But Newman was up to the task there, and yet another double play to end the inning. Newman to forehand to Presley. Four, six, three, and two innings have ended on the double play for the Bison. We go to the bottom half of inning number two, one to nothing, Lawson State leading. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Bottom half of the second inning, Bison trailing it one to nothing. First lead that Lawson State has had in this series. Bison were in complete control yesterday in both games. Adam, you're going to have to get one of those uh, pressure sprayers and spray everything out when you get home and get the pollen out of the crevices. Pollen is definitely circulating. <laughs> Six, seven, eight spots in the order. Brant Brown, the right fielder, due up. And he will lead things off here in the second for the Cougars. Pitch is fouled off at the plate. 0-1 to Brown. Brown's second leading hitter. Average-wise for the Cougars coming into the series, 365, two home runs, 16 RBIs. It's not a power-hitting team. A two home runs leads a team. And part of that is this is a pretty big yard. Adam mentioned the dimensions. This is more of a professional-size field. 
3.30 down the lines is not typical for a college baseball stadium. Usually it's a little shorter. So that may play into the power numbers for these Lawson State hitters. Swung on and hit in the air. Shallow left. That's going to get down foul. Should have played at Huntington. It came to a tee in center field at about 450. We played on a field when I was in high school. We played summer ball, and the left field was about 280 feet away. But they had a giant screen over the top of the fences. Brown fouls off another one to keep it 0-2. That extended probably 30 feet in the air, and we called it the screen monster. Because <laughs> you... <laughs> It's just like the green monster at Fenway, but wasn't quite as picturesque. Swung on and hit on a line to right. That's going to get down fair. And Sire over quickly to cut it off and hold him to a single. So Brown on with a leadoff base hit in the second. That was a great job by Sire to get over there and cut it off before it got to the fence because that had extra bases written all over it. And it hung up a little bit. It wasn't hit extremely hard it was enough of a line drive to get get down and be a hit but it hung up in the air just enough for sire to get over before it went all the way to the fence so runner at first nobody out and bryce newman the second baseman will bat for the first time short lead at first cronin delivers breaking ball catches the inside corner call strike 0 and one Newman, 231, no homers, five RBIs. Sidearm delivery right through there, called strike. It's 0-2. I like this little complex, though. This is this is pretty neat, pretty pretty tidy. Similar, similar build to uh, Southern Union, just not uh, the Bleacher Stadium seating not quite as high. 0-2 pitch, swung on and popped up on the infield. Collins. Called off now by Borgert over there by third base. Borgert makes the catch, and that's out number one in the second. And if you're coming to Lawson State and you're following your GPS, don't get worried. There's going to be moments during that travel where you're going to be, there's no way I'm headed to the right place. <laughs> but, wow, when it opened up, they got, a, they got a nice little campus over here. Yep. It certainly adds new meaning to the word community college. It's right in the middle of a community, a neighborhood. You drive through a bunch of houses and residential areas, and all of a sudden you're on campus. Swung on as a runner goes, fouled off at the plate. As Nolan Forehand is at the plate. And he's got himself in an 0-1 count. And Tim, we'd certainly be remiss if we didn't uh, continue to uh, keep the thoughts and the prayers of uh, people across the state of Alabama, the southeast, uh, uh, and especially our folks over in Randolph County uh, in our thoughts and prayers from the storms that came through the other night and a lot of damage over here in the Pelham area as well of Birmingham. Yeah, two communities affected by some really treacherous weather on Thursday. As you said, Adam, not the only two. We didn't get the worst of it. Ohatchee had fatalities. We were fortunate to not have to deal with that level of tragedy, but lots of homes lost and lots of things to be rebuilt in Randolph County, that's for sure. Yeah. 
and I said it yesterday, you know, things, things can be rebuilt. Lives cannot be replaced. No, and our volunteer firefighters, our road people, they're working overtime. Yeah, that was immediate. I, I went out to one of the sort of ground zeros of Randolph County on Friday morning, and those folks had been up and probably all night, and, and volunteers were just streaming in there already, clearing trees and, and getting folks on the road to recovery almost immediately after it happened. So that's a testament to our community for sure. And a shout-out to Farm Boys feeding some folks yesterday. I talked to Bill last night. Mm -hmm. He said he was they were going to be doing, taking biscuits this morning. So Grounder to third could be two. And it is is a double play. They got him at first. That was a close play at first. But Collins and Phillips turned it. And Southern Union answers the bell with a double play of their own. That will end the second inning. And we will go to the third, still one to nothing, Lawson State. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Top half of inning number three, one to nothing, Lawson State leading it. It'll be the 8-9-1 spots in the order for Southern Union. Due up here in the third, Clayton Phillips, Will Kelly, Miles Cook against James Flynn. The double play kind of have, has been the story. That three of, total already? Of the game in the early going. Both innings for Southern Union have ended in a double play, and then Southern Union answered the bell last half inning and turn their own twin killing. So if I still needed to make highlight videos, I'd have plenty of double plays to That's choose right. from. Wouldn't have to hunt for those. Clayton Phillips will lead things off for the Bison. Phillips turned that double play. He comes in, in hitting 282, a home run, 19 RBI. Second on the team with that RBI total. Swings at the first pitch and lines it to second for out number one. Phillips gives a smile. He's been hitting the ball hard. You talk about guys hitting the ball hard with nothing to show for it, but Phillips had some hard hit balls yesterday. Yes, he did. Didn't have a lot of hits. Another one there and probably a reason for the smile. Good play by Newman out at second. He was ready for that line drive and made the catch. It's hard to stay diligent when nothing's getting through, but. Yeah, it's, you got to fend off the frustration. As Will Kelly steps in, takes a called strike on the outside corner. It's 0-1. Kelly, 245 the average. Three home runs, tied for the team lead there. Eight RBIs. 
Pitches. A high fastball. He chased it, didn't catch up to it, and it's 0-2. Kelly got the start in both games yesterday. He's become more of a regular out in left field. 0-2, grounded to second. Newman has it. Throws over to first, and that's out number two in the third. And back to the top of the order for Miles Cook. He led off the game with a single. And was stranded at third on the double play that ended that inning. Checked the swing. They say he went around. Looks like the right call from here. It's 0-1 to Cook. Pitch, swung on a hit, slowly out towards second. Newman charges, throws on the run, and Newman made all the defensive plays in that half inning. The Bison go one, two, three, and we will go to the bottom half of inning number three. One to nothing, still our score. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. One to nothing, our scores. We go to the bottom half of inning number three. Nine, one, two spots in the order due up for the Cougars. Speaking of Meadows Farm Equipment, uh, Tim, and uh, hear, hearing that commercial, I went in to see uh, Jason Meadows and all the guys up there at uh, Meadows Farm Equipment. I uh, love those guys and uh, bought a more from them before. And uh, yesterday, I, or day before yesterday, I walked in and I said, a group of men standing there and said, Jason, I need a blower that fits my wife's hand. <laughs> so I got a, I got me a husky blowy blower for for her to for, to go out and and blow leaves in the yard. How about that, guys? <laughs> oh, he called me and said that. I was like, "What are you talking about? A blower that fits your wife?" I didn't know where he was. Oh mercy. <laughs> My wife's the, the, the yard lady now. I got I got to say that she she loves to 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 keep the grass of the leaves blown away off the back porch and stuff like that. And we had an old plug-in blower and she wanted something better, so I got her a gas blower from Meadows Farm Equipment. So go by and see the guys, Jason and them at Meadows Farm Equipment. I interrupted the train of thought. Tim's like I don't know what to say. There's no segue from that. 
absolutely none. One and two to count to Carter Reed. Swung on a popped up foul territory. This one might stay in play. Clark gives it a look. He's lost it. He can't find it, and it drops. Yeah. No segue. It's a tough sky to see those high pop-ups in. Yeah, Clark. Gets a pair of sunglasses. And gets back to his position, and Reed will get another crack at it here. One and two still to count. Here's the one-two pitch, popped up, same area almost. Clark getting his wind sprints in, and he makes the catch there, running back. Nice play by Casey Clark running away from the infield. And in full stride, put the glove out and made the catch in foul territory for out number one. And back to the top of the order for the Cougars, Daniel Patton, who grounded out the second his first time up. in the dirt. 1-0 to Patton. Man, apparently I can take the life out of a broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Tim's just trying to get back on track with his mind. Thinking about hiring Elaine to do some yard work is what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> or figuring out how to get Heather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. A blower that fits her hand. <laughs> Two and Oda Patton called strike. Out of run two and one. Both of these pitchers today doing a good job keeping the ball down, getting a lot of ground balls. There's another one. Clark will have a shot. He'll take it himself, and wins the race to the bag for out number two. Christian Presley will be the batter. Presley grounded out to third. His first time. Breaking ball and a good one. Drops into the strike zone for a called strike. It's 0-1 to Presley. and drops down, another breaking ball. That one stayed inside and it's one and one. Pitch swung on, fouled out of play. Came back with the fastball there and it's one and two. Got up in the crowd a little bit. Yeah, no, no folks allowed to sit in the bleacher area, but there's a hill up on the first base side that gives a good spot for folks to watch, and they're, they're up there. They got some coolers out, some chairs. Good day to watch some baseball. Y'all noticed when I left to go get my tea out of the truck and I walked that way and mingled through it, I, I was looking for food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time you better come back with something. Yeah. Huh? Trying to find out where we're going to eat lunch in between games. 2-2 two, two pitch, call, oh, strike three. Cronin paints the inside corner with a breaking ball, and that ends the bottom half of inning number three. We go to the fourth, one to nothing, Lawson State leading it.
Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Top of the fourth, two, three, four spots in the order due up for Southern Union against James Flynn, second time around for the Bison. And just looking at the stats and the way the Cougars have worked their starting rotation, I don't have any prior knowledge of who's been their normal starters in games one, two, three, and four. But if you just look at the numbers, Flynn is really kind of their best pitcher. I wonder if there's some some games gamesmanship in how they've rolled out their pitching, knowing that Logan Ross, Cameron Land are two sort of shutdown pitchers for Southern Union. Maybe Lawson State didn't want to use their best guy against Southern Union's best guys. At any rate, Flynn is out there and has done a good job so far as he completes his warm-up tosses here to start the fourth. Borger struck out looking his first time up. The only strikeout of the game so far for Flynn. Yeah, he pitches the contact, but like I said, keeps the ball down in the zone. And we've had some hard-hit balls off the bats of these Bison, but so far, just two hits. Borger shows bunt, takes it high for a ball. It's 1-0. and And I like this sort of... Change, not a sort of change, it is a change in the lineup with Cooks and Borgert, one, two. As Borgert takes a called strike inside part of the plate, that'll even the count at one and one. Getting that speed up there towards the top. For a lot of times he had Borgert and Cooks sort of flip-flopping between one and nine. And you had them, once you got through the order, they were batting back to back. As a good breaking ball drops in there, taken for a strike, it's one and two now to Borgert. Well, and you can see the first inning, it didn't end up working out. But, I mean, what, we got first and third, one out. I mean, that's a good position to be in inning number one. And I feel like it's a more natural fit. Just have those two guys start the game. And it seems to have helped the Southern Union offense as the day went pretty well for the bats yesterday. As Borgert fouls one off and stays alive, it'll still be one and two. And there were some timely hits yesterday, too, and, and, and one, two out uh, rally where I believe we actually played it three. Yes. The one you called. Yeah, the one I called. Nostradamus. <laughs> the one-two pitch. Low and away. Good take by Borger. That one didn't miss by much. It was two. It was a little bit outside and low. And two and two now the count. Flynn ready to go. The wind is a little bit slow, but once he gets going, he's good. A little slow roller on the left side. Good play by Patton at third. He had to juggle it, and it's going to give 
Borgert, time to reach. Where's Will? I'm calling out an infield single. Um, I would too. I think the way that Borgert runs, he's he's beating that out anyway. The you saw how much the little, just the little hesitation, and Borgert was by the bag before the throw even got there. So I think he would have beat it even if he had fielded it cleanly. So Borgert leads off the fourth with an infield single, and a fast man is on. Will would want to call that an error though. Yeah, he's tough. He's tough. Yeah, he is really tough. You got to earn it with Will Phillips now. It's low and in for ball one to Thomas Collins, who had the other base hit for Southern Union. Back in the first, the Bison were in business with first and third and one out. But the double play ended that threat. Collins one for one. Will's back at home watching the live feed, and he's keeping his scorebook. <laughs> we'll have to see if they match up. We'll have to match him up. Runner goes. Pitches a called strike. Borger is out. And that's going to draw an argument from Coach Aaron Everett, who can't believe it. It was sort of an awkward slide by Borger. It didn't look like he slid smoothly into the bag. It, I don't know if he hit something on his way in that caused the umpire to ring him up there, but a very close play at second, and Borger is out trying to steal. When the tag was on the back. Yeah, I think that was what the throw beat him, but the tag came in late, and that was Coach Everett's contention there. And shortstop kind of straddled him, too, to, to kind of impede him getting to the bag. It was kind of, like I said, just kind of a strange play. So one out now in the fourth, nobody on. Collins takes low, and it's two and one. The pitch on the steal was a called strike. Collins awaits the 2-1. There it is. He tried to backdoor him with a breaking ball, but left it outside, and it's 3-1. Coach Everett, good job controlling himself. Only went out a little ways and, and went back. Hollard made his point and went back in. 3-1 pitch, hit in the air to center. Reed goes back, now settles in underneath it and makes the catch for out number two. The win, I don't know if the flag is on camera, but you can see it out there in center field. Yeah, it's changed. It's blowing a left to right, maybe out towards center a little bit. Two outs now, nobody on in the fourth. And Casey Clark, the hitter for the Bison, he hit into that double play that ended the first, his first time up. First pitch to him, breaking ball, called strike. 0-1 to Clark. Clark's had a good series. Went one for two in the first game, two for three in the second game, so that average headed the right direction as he takes low and in for ball one. Had a double and scored a run in game number two yesterday among those two hits. And he's in a 1-1 count as Flynn goes into the wind. Pitch is up and away, two and one now to the Bison cleanup man. Two-one pitch. 
Tried to come back with the breaking ball and left that one up as well. And Flynn missing. When he's missing, he's missing high, at least in this inning. And Clark's waited him out for a 3-1 count. There's a base hit to right. Clark turned on that fastball and stroked it into right field for a solid single with two outs. He was sitting dead red, 3-1, and got one he liked and didn't miss it. So he's at first with two outs and Jake Spivey at the plate. Spivey grounded out to short his first time up, but as Lon said, when he hit it, it was a hard hit ball. First pitch to him, called strike at the knees, 0-1 to Spivey. The 0-1 pitch breaks off the plate. Spivey takes it and it'll even the count at 1-1. You know, Spivey's kind of been in steady decline statistically. The, the batting average has continued to drop. I mentioned he's came into the day hitting 215 as the 1-1 pitch comes in and he pops it up on the infield. That's going to stay in play as Patton comes in towards the third base, on the third baseline towards home plate and makes the catch for out number three. We'll finish the thought on Spivey. After this, we'll go to the bottom half of inning number four. Lawson State leading at one to nothing. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray in from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Back for the bottom of the fourth inning. One to nothing, still our score. Lawson State scored that run in the bottom half of the first. An error in center field by Miles Cook and a base hit by Tommy Easley, and that's accounted for the only run in this game. And we were talking about Jake Spivey before the break and how his bat has been cold, and you wonder how long that's going to last with him in the lineup. Obviously, the, the potential is there. He has obviously shown that he can hit the ball and hit it hard. But Coach Aaron Everett, is, is he's a merit-based coach. If, you, if you're if you not producing, he has shown the willingness to take you out of the lineup. We saw that with a couple of players earlier in the season that have not really been back in the lineup since he took them out. And I wonder how close Spivey is to that. Hopefully, he can get it going before that has to happen. I hope so, because I mean he's got a lot of power, and, right. and and if he can if he can hit 280, 290, he's gonna help you a whole lot. And he's had some big hits. The average hasn't been high all season. It's certainly at its low point that it's that it's been, 
but he has come through in some clutch situations. And it's that kind of production that I think keeps giving him the benefit of the doubt with Coach Everett. I, I think what he's done and when he's done it. Well, and that counts for something. It does. It absolutely does. So hopefully he can get it turned around and, and Coach Everett's patience is rewarded. Adam's chair got a little too rough on him. A little toasty. My chair's getting a little rough on me, too. Team's I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable. Team's the only one that's got a real chair. I don't know what y'all I'm sitting on a cooler about. about three inches off the ground. <laughs> I knew I bought this for a reason. This is our storage container. It's a perfect, perfect height. A one-two count to Kyle LaRoche. Hey, fellas, there's a baseball game going on. Two and two. <laughs> two, and two. <laughs> We're just chit-chatting away. and It's a two-ball, two-strike count to Kyle LaRoche leading off the fourth. LaRoche was the man who reached on that error, and he hits a line shot out to Borgert. He tries to backhand it, recovers, throws in time. Good play by Riley Borgert at short. He got the glove on it on the backhand, kept it in front of him, didn't panic, picked it up and made a strong throw to get LaRoche by a step. Out number one in the fourth. And that's what you want your shortstop to do. He concentrated, kept his composure just like you said, and that's, that's just an outstanding play from Riley. That'll bring up Tommy Easley, who had an RBI single. Scored the only run. Back in the first, one for one. Easley called strike inside corner. 0 and 1. Cronin delivers. Fouled back to the backstop. You know, guys, we was talking about this on the way up here with Southern Union's kind of getting in a groove defensively. Borger, uh yesterday looked as comfortable as I've seen him out there at short, and today just should, proves that continued on. And that's another positional change, not as recent. Called strike three outside corner, and Cronin gets his second strikeout. And that's out number two in the fourth as Easley goes down looking. We talked about Borgert moving up to the number two spot in the lineup. At the beginning of the season, he was playing mostly second, and it was Phillips at short. Phillips struggled a little bit over there. He, fielding percentage was getting low, and he was kind of booting the ball around. So, again, you talk about not getting the results. Coach Everett not afraid to make a change, and it's worked out. I think Borgert at second – I mean, Borgert at short, excuse me, and Phillips at second has really worked out for both players. Yeah. And it's helped the defense as a whole. They both look more comfortable in those two positions. And it translates back to the plate as well. When, you, when you're having problems struggling in the field, you know, it, it, it comes right back to, to, the, to your at-bats. There's a fly ball to center. Cook will get another chance. He goes back, comes in, and makes the catch for out number three. He'll follow up on that thought. When we come back after this, still one to nothing our score as we go to the fifth. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village 
College Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Back for the top of the fifth inning, one to nothing, still our score. It's been that way since the bottom of the first. Neither team has generated any sort of offense since the Cougars pushed that run across. And we were talking about Riley Borgert and Clayton Phillips before the inning ended and how defense translates to offense. I think Phillips and his struggles on defense really did affect him at the plate early in the season. And you saw that average sort of dip down below what you expect from Clayton Phillips. After the switch, after he moved over to second, he's been swinging a much better bat. He hit that home run last week. Uh, he, he's just looked more comfortable at the plate. He had a hard hit ball here in his first at bat today, nothing to show for it. But I think the ability to relax defensively has helped him at the plate. And that was the point that Adam was making before the third out was made in the last half inning. As and a great point. Yeah, it's enough. I mean, you know, it's been said many times, but a relaxed when you're relaxed, you perform better. I, I just think that's the, that's the case. If you're putting pressure on yourself mentally, it causes you to make more mistakes, and that thing can just snowball in your head. But I think Phillips is a little bit more relaxed and producing better offensively and defensively. There's a high fly ball to deep left off the bat of Brewer. That is going to be off the fence. Brewer around first. He's going to glide into second and make the turn on his way to third. Brewer draws a throw, slides in, and he is safe with a triple. Austin Brewer gets into one, just missed a home run. And he'll come up one base short as he ends up at third with a triple. How about the catcher getting a triple? <laughs> That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Easily out there, gave everything he could to get to that ball in left center field and played it off the fence. It got away from him when it bounced off the fence, and that gave Brewer just enough time to get an extra base. So the Bison in business with nobody out and runner at third, and Lawson State brings the infield in in a low-scoring ball game here in the fifth. Fly ball on the first pitch. Right field high in the air. Brewer's going to tag. This should be deep enough to score the run. The throw comes in. Good, strong throw. But it will be oh. not in time, and Brewer oh. comes up limping. Oh, I hope it's just a tight. cramp. I hope it is, too. If yeah. not, Usher may be coming in here. <laughs> but Brewer scores the tying run on the sacrifice fly by Brody Sire. And we hope Brewer is okay as he hobbled across the plate. Catchers aren't used to triples. That's a lot of that's a lot of running all at once for the catcher, that's for sure. 
I, I got a laugh on, on Brewer's hit ball. I was, I was on the phone. That was Wes. He didn't he didn't realize where I was, so I checked back, it, answered the phone, and about that time, Brewer crushed the ball, and he goes, wow, that that has a chance, and I'm not even watching it. <laughs> <laughs> he could tell he by the excitement in my voice. Yeah, yeah, well, he said he could also tell by the crack of the bat yeah. and, and how solid it was. Yeah, it sounded good for sure. Wes, that's, that's impressive. That is pretty impressive. Pick that up. And here's the man we're talking about, Clayton Phillips. One 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 count to him with one out nobody on. And he hits a shot past third into left field. Phillips is going to round first and head for second. He'll get there at least. As easily had a long way to go to get that ball. And a double for Clayton Phillips with one out here in the fifth. Third time through the lineup. Or second time through the lineup for these guys. But... They've seen him starting to put the bat on the ball. And there is that good work from Phillips at the play. We spent some time talking about it, and he makes us look good. So Phillips down at second with a double, one out. Will Kelly at the plate. He grounded out to second his first time up. Takes outside for ball one. And Flynn for the first time today, really looks a little rattled. He's been in complete control until now. See if Will Kelly can take advantage. They throw back to second, they got him picked off. And Phillips in the rundown. And now he tries to elude the tag and they got him. A base running error by Clayton Phillips. And he is eliminated in the rundown on the pickoff by Flynn. A good move. Mm-hmm. Froze Phillips. He was fooled. And the shortstop came in behind him. He had no choice, did Phillips, to, other than to try to get in a rundown and make them make a mistake, but they didn't. So Kelly takes pitch inside, and that's 2-0. Two and, two and, oh. and, you know, you can get a lot of outs. If, if you're a team that works on that a lot, you can get a lot of outs out there at second base. And they obviously work on it because I saw a lot of pickoff moves going back to second yesterday uh, in that game. When I was at Huntington, we worked on it like, oh, I got tired of doing it. 3-0 pitch to Kelly. Fastball right through there, 3-1. and one. We had different glove slaps. Catcher turned his glove down, so no look pick. one fouled straight back. Mm. Didn't make it over the net, Adam. He did? No. Okay. I didn't I didn't think about that. That's not a very high net. Our camera. I got my priorities. <laughs> I'm thinking about that truck. <laughs> no, he's thinking that one I think you were thinking about the camera, wasn't you? No. No? The truck? Truck. It ain't gonna make it that far. Oh, you know what? It doesn't cover our head either, so. No, if it goes straight up it can So a 3-2 pitch to Kelly. He hits one out short on a couple of hops. Forehand has it. Throws low, but Presley picks it out of the dirt. And Kelly is retired, but the Bison get the equalizer. A triple by Brewer, a sacrifice fly by Brody Sire. And we go to the bottom half of inning number five, all tied one-to-one. 
Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Southern Union ties it as we go to the bottom half of inning number five. One to one is the score. And Austin Brewer is back out there at catcher, although watching between the innings, if you're watching with us, you may have seen him sort of hobble back towards the plate. And they're going to make a change. Brewer is struggling. I'm not going to speculate what the injury is. He's favoring that left leg, though. And Usher is going to come in and replace Brewer. They let him give it a shot, but Brewer obviously hobbled. And hopefully it's not anything long-term for him. They'll let Usher take a couple of throws here. He gets in for the first time. Usher, as we mentioned, not really a, a drop-off defensively or no. offensively. It's it's kind of 1-1A one and one a when it comes to catchers for Southern Union. And Usher can hit. He can field his position. He certainly doesn't bring the power that Brewer does. It's just a different physique and a different type of hitter. But I, dirt, I definitely don't feel bad with him Absolutely behind the not. plate. I Absolutely mean, not. He gets the job done. And it's been a platoon situation, you know, from what you've seen, game one, game two. Yeah, pretty much all season long, whenever there's a double header, it's Brewer behind the plate in game one, Usher in game two, and they'll have to reassess that based on the injury to Brewer and how severe it is going forward. But I would guess that Usher's going to be the man for the rest of this one and, and the rest of the day. Pitches grounded foul by Brant Brown. And that evens the count at 1-1. He took a pitch out of the zone to start things off. Brown one for one. He singled the lead off the second, but was retired on a double play in that inning. He takes low for ball two. Lawson State's one of those that's got uh, the bullpens where you're Warming up with your back to the <laughs> to the field, and you got to be prepared to get out of the way. Yeah, no fence around the bullpens. They're in foul territory, but in the field of play. So they got a man standing guard about around the 
pitcher warming up as there's a shot into left center field. That's going to get down. Kelly over to cut it off. They're going to try to throw into second, but it's going to be a double for Brant Brown to lead things off here in the fifth. So the Bison got extra bases to lead things off in their half of the fifth. The Cougars answer right back, and they've got a runner in scoring position with nobody out. And Brant Brown is two for two. Bryce Newman will be the hitter. See if they let Newman try to drive him in or if they bunt him over. He shows bunt, offers at it and misses. It's a strike. 0 and 1 to Newman. And just as a note, this is not a, a high scoring loss in state offense. They come in as a team hitting just 229 offensively. So they're going to try to manufacture runs, take advantage of opportunities like this one with a runner in scoring position, nobody out in a low scoring game. They're willing to give up an out. But they're going to throw to third to try to get the runner, and they do. Good play by Cronin. The bunt was right back to the mound. They threw over to Collins, and Collins tagged him out. The one place you don't want to bunt it. Hard back to the pitcher. And you could hear the guys in the dugout. You could hear Coach Everett. You know, they were all immediately hollow. There was no hesitation. He knew exactly where he was going to deliver the ball to third base, and it just took uh, all the everything out of, out of play. Yep. So that is the first out of the inning and a big one for Southern Union. Runner goes, swing and a miss. The throw down by Usher. They test him right away, and he's up to the task. Usher threw him out. Folks, if you're not watching that, that was a, a heck of a play by Usher. <laughs> the pitch was outside, so Usher had to catch it from across his body. He loaded up and fired a strike down to second. And just like that, there's two outs and nobody on. And, and he was throwing to an empty base, and he threw it right on the dot. Yep. <laughs> what? Your dear buddy, your dear buddy back in uh, Nolansville, Tennessee, just sent me a message, and he said, Lon wishes he could hit 229. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's no doubt about it. Usher going to be tested again. Short ground ball, and he makes the play. Griffin Usher comes off the bench and makes us look good again. He defends his position Extremely well. The Bison erase a threat, and we go to the sixth inning, all tied one to one. Since 1892, the Randolph has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334. 334- 863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. We go to the top of the sixth. One to one our score. And Lon, you said it. How about Griffin Usher 
I mean, that's that's hard coming off the. He wasn't mentally. He's mentally prepared to play game two. And and to come in like that, and and, and just be on his game, man. Good, great job by that young man. Threw a runner out, bounced out from behind the plate, and fielded a short ground ball to make the third out of the inning. And overall, just in a bigger picture, the defense in that inning sort of proves our point that we've been talking about. Southern Union, how they played errorless defensively yesterday, and it helped them to two pretty easy wins. That was a situation in the last inning where Lawson State was set up to score a run. Mm -hmm. But the Southern Union defense was the difference in that inning, and the way that they played it and executed defensively eliminated that threat. That's it, execution. I mean, you're going to have guys that are going to give you opportunities, but you still got to execute those plays. And they did it. So, Miles Cook will lead things off here in the sixth. He takes a ball. It's 1-0. Flynn delivers. That's a called strike. Cook thought it was low. I did too, but it's 1-1. Takes inside for ball two. Two balls, one strike to Miles Cook, who's one for two. He singled back in the first. And you know he'd like to do something productive here after that error in center field as he dribbles one up the third baseline. They called him foul. It hit him in the box. So two and two the count to Miles Cook as he makes his way. Back to the batter's box. Adam had to get up and do a little politicking. Had to go back to the truck and get a card, too. No, he was wanting to check out the stream. We had a lot of, a lot of folks watching yesterday along uh, from Lawson State as well. Two balls, two strikes to Cook. Bounces up there. He takes it. And he's got himself in a full count. You're talking about catchers. LaRose for Lawson State is a is a great defensive catcher. I don't think he had a ball get past him yesterday. Uh, he played a well of a game yesterday. And he, and he threw Borgert out trying to steal today, so he's he certainly fielded his position well. As Cook works a walk to lead things off in the sixth. Good start. A 1-1 game. Base runners have been at a premium, but the Bison have one and a good one with Cook at first and nobody out here in the sixth. Borgert shows bunt, they throw behind Cook, they've got him picked off and he is out. Cook wandered off the bag too far. They threw behind him and just, as we got the words out of our mouth, LaRoche makes another play for Lawson State. And that's out number one in the, first, in the sixth. You gotta see that bunt down. Yeah, you, he just wandered too far. You have to be aggressive as a base runner, but not that aggressive. Like like Lon said, you can't get that far off unless the ball's in play. Borger. Unless it's a bunt and run. In that case, you're go. go. <laughs> right, but he was not running on that one. One and one now to Borger. Shows bunt, takes low, it's two and one. Two 
Two balls, one strike to Borger. Swing and a miss. Two and two. It's a good 2-1 off-speed pitch right there. Looked off-speed anyway. Borger one for two. He had an infield single his last time before he was thrown out stealing, as we mentioned. Breaking ball hit in the air to left. Easily has to come in. Now he puts on the brakes and makes the catch. And that's out number two in the sixth. So just like the t- bottom half of last inning, Lawson State had something going that looked like. Southern Union looked like they had something going. Now we're two outs, nobody on. A combination of base running and defense. Maybe Collins will get into one right here. Collins, one for two. He's got a single, and he's flat out to center. Takes low and in for ball one. is popped up on the infield. Forehand is called for it, and he makes the catch, and that ends the inning. So the leadoff walk does no harm for Lawson State, and we'll go to the bottom half of inning number six, still tied one-to-one. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Alabama. Bottom half of inning number six, all tied one to one. A good ball game going. Good defense, good pitching. Cougars scored their run in the bottom of the first. The Bison tied things up with a run in the top of the fifth. But for the most part, it's been a pitching duel, Cronin versus Flynn, and good defense by both sides as well. Cronin will face a pinch hitter to lead things off. Ninth hole, Tim. Cameron Baker batting in the number nine spot for Carter Reed. Baker, a left-handed hitter, swung and missed at the first pitch, fouled one off, and it's 0-2. Baker hitting 217 coming in, no homers, one RBI. That's a five for 23 mark in nine games prior to this series. And he's in an 0-2 count. Cronin delivers a swing and a miss. And a three-pitch strikeout for Cronin. Gets things started here in the sixth. So Baker strikes out as a pinch hitter. And we're back to the top of the order. Daniel Patton with one out nobody on. Swings at the first pitch. Almost took out the on-deck man. 
Presley had to do a little dance over there. But it's 0-1 to Patton, who's 0 for 2. He's grounded out twice. Once to second, once to first. And he's going to hit one up the middle. Borgert's going to be tested. Goes to a knee, gets to his feet, and makes the play. Riley Borgert at short. Nice defensive play by Borgert to keep that ball from going into center field. And he made a strong throw for out number two. Mama Kim, your boy is playing some great defense. He sure is. And here is Presley, 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Breaking ball, sharp one. There from Cronin, called strike, it's 0-1. Presley, uh, one of the out-of-state guys out of Memphis, Tennessee. The 0-1 pitch, swung at the breaking ball, didn't get it, it's 0-2. Corona's breaking balls, getting more bite on it as the game goes. Showing a lot of faith in it. Let's see if he tries to bury one here. No, he goes with the fastball. It stays low and away, and it's one and two. Does that have to do with the heat and humidity out here with the breaking pitch? It could. It could just be the feel of it. As there's a dribbler off the end of the bat, Phillips is not going to be able to make the play. Somebody better get it, though. <laughs> they do. Borger goes and picks it up in short right field. It's one of those things a lot of times you just get the feel as the game goes the more times you throw it. Also, as your arm gets a little more tired, you quit trying to do too much. <laughs> and confidence is a thing, too, when you see good results with it. You see, yeah. you, you see the hitter sort of freezing on that pitch. You, you're more willing to go back to it. You have a lot more confidence in it as well. Wow. And a tough break there for the Bison as you can't hit it any weaker than Presley just did, but he got a base hit out of it as Phillips was not able to make the play. And there was that breaking ball. That one was sharp, but it stayed inside. And it's 1-0 to LaRoche. Two outs, a runner at first here in the sixth. Another breaking ball. That one was low, and it's 2-0. <clears throat> I'm going to say this on that first pitch, LaRoche didn't flinch, though, which means he knew it. He saw it. This young man out of Brunswick, Georgia, we talked about him yesterday. That one's <laughs> low and in. It's 3-0. and oh. Got some kin folks down there. They may know him. 3-0 pitch, nowhere near, and it's a four-pitch walk to LaRoche. Presley down to second. So some two out trouble here in the sixth. Lawson State trying to put something together. Here's some high praise. Somebody said that uh, Borgert looked like uh, Dansby Swanson out there at shortstop. He's got the hair at least, right? Yeah. There you go. And if you're a Lawson State fan, this is the man you want at the plate easily. The RBI leader for this Cougars team. He's got a runner in scoring position with two outs and a chance to break a 1-1 tie. First pitch to him off the plate outside. Five straight out of the zone now by Cronin. Here's the 1-0. Swing and a miss 
on a pitch that was inside. Easily a very aggressive approach there. You see a pitcher miss five straight. You normally just. Normally you wait for him to throw one, but easily swinging away and fouled it off, and that'll even the count at one and one. We were talking about LaRoche, and we talked about him yesterday. We, we, we tried to get him into the uh, Adam LaRoche family, baseball family, and uh, Wes, Wes just asked me that question. And uh, we don't think so because yeah. we, we did look, and uh, Adam LaRoche does have a son and a daughter, but uh, neither name is uh, – I guess you got Andy, his brother. I guess it could be yeah, Andy's yeah, son. Yeah, it could have been there, but uh, neither name is Kyle, by the way. One and two now to Easley. Good block by Usher. On that pitch, low and away, and that evens the count at two and two. Runners first and second, two outs. Bottom of the sixth, tie game, one to one. And maybe a pivotal sequence right here on the 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball, almost Ooh. hit him. Cronin thought he caught the corner, was about to head back to the dugout, but it was inside, three and two, and the runners will be on the move with this pitch. Gotta make something happen right here. There they go, the pitch is hit in the air to right. Sire on his horse is not gonna get there, it's down, and that's gonna score two runs. Sire gets it back in. And Easley's on his way to third. No, he puts on the brakes. They throw behind him, and he gets back safely with a two-run double. Tommy Easley, a clutch, two-out, two-run double, has broken the tie, and Lawson State leads it 3-1. to one. And Easley has driven in all three runs for the Cougars in this game. That one just snuck in fair territory. Yeah, it just did get down inside the line. Big cut by Tubbs, didn't get it, it's 0-1. Tubbs pinch hitting, I'm guessing. No, he's, he's, uh, he was in there today. Was he? Yeah, okay. he was in the game two lineup yesterday. Oh, okay. Tubbs 0 for two, he's grounded out and flied out to center. That's right, he DH'd so. Uh, Second game yesterday. That one gets by Usher. Easley's going to get to third. Pitch was in the dirt. Just want to make note, nobody warming up down there in the Southern Union bullpen, so this is Cronin's game. Well, you got somebody just stood up down there. I don't know. They've that. been stretching for a while, but yeah. they don't seem to be in a hurry. Tubbs out of Montgomery. Middle name, Hanley, by the way. Mm-hmm. How about that? Popped up, shallow center field. Cook's going to come in. He's got a beat on it, slaps the glove on his thigh and makes the catch, but not before Lawson State pushes two runs across to break the tie. We'll go to the seventh. The Bison need two to keep this one going. It's three to one. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 3-1 to one our scores. We go to the seventh. Looks like we got a new pitcher. That's right-hander Wesley Dennis. He comes in to try to close this thing out for the Cougars as they score two runs in the bottom of the sixth, a clutch two-run double by Easley. The difference in the game right now, the Bison will send the four, five, six hitters to the plate in the top of the seventh against Dennis, who is making his ninth appearance. No record, a 4.09 ERA. He does have two saves, so he would be in line for his third save if he can get the last three outs here. 11 innings pitched, 10 hits allowed. Seven walks, five strikeouts. And those are the numbers on the new pitcher, Wesley Dennis, and he'll face Clark, Spivey, and Usher. And Dennis right here from Metro Birmingham. Clark one for two against Flynn. And Flynn stands to win it. Good work by the Lawson State starter. He's held him to one run so far. Or he did hold him to one run in his time out there. And Dennis out there to try to close it out. Pitches high to Clark, ball one. Swung on and hit in the air to right center field. Reed comes in and slides to a knee and makes the catch for out number one. He had a long way to go to get to that ball. It wasn't hit that hard, but it hung up in the air. And Reed got to it, made a good running catch, and that's out number one in the seventh. And now Spivey at the plate. One out, nobody on. Good breaking ball, fooled Spivey. Dropped in for a strike, it's 0-1. Fooled me, I thought that was coming in high. Swung on and hit through the hole on the left side and Spivey's on with a one out single. Well, just like we talked about, Spivey not necessarily putting up big numbers average wise, but when he does get a hit, it's a, a good time. So he's on with one out. And Usher coming to the plate. And Usher coming to the plate. Get you some numbers on Usher. This is the first time he's batted. Usher hitting 308 on the season. 
No home runs, six RBIs. He was one for three and scored a run in game two yesterday. Pitch is low. One and oh to Usher. Here's the 1 0 pitch up and away, 2 and 0. If Usher reaches, that'll put the tying run on base. And Usher does run good for a catcher. He swings at the 2 0 and fouls it out of play. Right side, it'll be 2 and 1 now. Yeah, Lon, not Usher, not the lumbering stocky catcher physique that you typically typically envision. He's a little more athletic and moves a little easier around the bases. 2-1 pitch, swung on and missed. Didn't get the fastball and it's 2-2. Two two. Two balls, two strikes. Short lead at first by Spivey. Swung on and hit in the air to right. That's curling towards the line, and it's going to be foul. Wow, nice diving attempt by Brant Brown. He almost made a Superman catch out there, but didn't quite come up with it. That probably didn't feel good, though. I, you know, you caught where he dove at, Tim, in the, uh, on the dirt part where the bullpen is. I think he was back behind that mound. He? Yeah, that's he's down there on the grass back behind it. The way that ball was going, I I really wasn't even thinking he would have a chance at it. But he made that look a lot closer than than I expected. At any rate, it's a great effort. Still a 2-2 count to Usher. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled off again. Usher fighting the fight up there with two strikes. We all feel like Superman behind this net right here. None of you flinched. I was watching. <laughs> I was looking down, so I could. <laughs> yeah, don't give Lon credit for that. <laughs> that one wasn't at me, so I. A lot of times I don't flinch. It has nothing to do with I don't want to. Those reflexes aren't what they are. Bounces off the mound and into oh. center field for a base hit. Lucky break there for Usher as that ball was hit hard, but it looked like forehand would was had him positioned well, but the ball bounced off the mound and popped up in the air, and forehand couldn't reach it. So back-to-back -back singles here in the seventh, and the Bison aren't done yet. Give the assist to the mound. Absolutely. <laughs> No, no doubt about that. I mean, that might have even been a double play. I mean, that, that possibly could have ended the game. But as it is, the Bison have runners at first and second with one out and Brody Sire at the plate. Swings and hits one down the line, foul. Out in front. And pulled it past first. Sire. 0 for 1 officially. He's grounded into a double play. Has the only RBI of the afternoon for the Bison. His sacrifice fly scored Brewer back in the fifth. Got a chance to drive home another one here. 
Swung on and fouled back towards Adam's truck. <laughs> no sound effects. <laughs> oh, and two to Sire. I think you're safe back here. You got trees, too. Ought to knock it down. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled. Left side, that's going to get out of play. Defensive swing there by Sire. Had a pitch that was up. Too close to take, and he fought it off. So it'll be another 0-2 pitch. As Dennis has his sign, comes set. Spivey at second, Usher at first for the Bison. Pitches just off the plate and low. Outside, one and two now to Sire. Bison trail it three to one. One two pitch, swing and a miss. And Dennis wins the battle there with the first strikeout for him. The second out in the seventh. And it comes down to Clayton Phillips. Good pitch there by Dennis. He had a something off speed that was going away from Sire, and Sire was a little bit out in front. Couldn't get it. Pitch, good breaking ball, paints the corner to Phillips. It's 0-1. Good part right here, two outs. You'll be running on contact, so anything in the gap, ought to score Usher at first. And Phillips hit one in the gap last time. He had a double. Or down the line, rather. Another breaking ball drops in there for a called strike. It's 0-2. Phillips looks back at the umpire with a little bit of disbelief on that call. He thought it was high. But it's 0-2, and, and the Bison are down to their last strike. Dennis has come in throwing strikes. As the Roche calls time. He and Dennis trying to get on the same page. They do. Dennis delivers the 0-2 in the dirt, blocked up by LaRoche. Good job back there to prevent the runners from advancing. It's one and two now to Phillips. And Tim, we talked about it yesterday in the broadcast. LaRoche, LaRoche is an outstanding catcher. He has demonstrated that today, both with his blocking ability and his throwing ability in this game. One and two, swung on and fouled off. Phillips had one in on his hands and just got a piece of it. And we'll do another one-two pitch. Lawson State got a two-out hit in this exact same situation. See if the Bison can answer. Phillips hits the chopper out towards short. Long range and throw to third, and they get him. A good defensive play to end the game. Forehand, fed Patton at third. Only play he had, the only chance he had to get an out, and he made it. And that'll end the ball game as Lawson State breaks through. 
and wins their first game of this series. Three to one, our final. We'll come back and wrap things up from Lawson State for game number one right after this. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Well, the Bison lose game one of today's doubleheader, 3-1. to one, Lawson State takes it. Credit to starting pitcher James Flynn for the Cougars. He picks up the victory and held the Bison in check for most of the afternoon. They got one run on a triple and a sacrifice fly in the fifth, and that was it for Southern Union. And the hero offensively for the Cougars, Tommy Easley. He went two for three with three RBIs, drove in all three runs. His double in the sixth with two outs was the difference in the ball game as it drove home two. And that is our final score for game number one. We will step aside, take a break in between games, pull everything down so our broadcast will be off the air for the next half hour or so. And we'll look for y'all to come back and tune back in with us Probably right around two o'clock. Yep, exactly. That's what I was fixing to say. So, so mark two o'clock on your, on your watches, on your alarms. We'll be back on the air and ready to bring you game number two between Southern Union and Lawson State. Thanks for watching and listening with us, everybody. We'll be back in a little bit.